0: welcome to speaking of influence the podcast about public speaking presentation skills and tools of influence and persuasion with presentation skills expert johnny ball Most online content creators seem to agree that live streaming is the future and definitely the way to go. If you have thought about live streaming and you'd like to give it a try, my recommendation is Restream.io. It's the service I use. And if you use the link in the description, you will get a $10 credit after you complete your first live stream. Welcome to Speaking of Influence. We are going out live right now. So if you're joining us live, welcome. If you want to join us live in the studio audience, please use the link that you'll see in the description. That way you can come and join us in the virtual studio and you can even stick around for a bit of Q&A at the end to ask my guest any questions that you might want to put to her. Now I have, I wasn't planning to have voice coaching as a theme on the show last week, but it did. It came up and that ended up being what we discussed we have an expert voice coach with us today so I love when we get to continue these themes (laughs) and her her name is DL Hannah she's a voice coach in the UK she's amazing one of the nicest people I've had the pleasure of meeting through doing this podcasting so please welcome DL to the show
1: thank you Johnny that's really lovely I'm getting glowing reports from you all around today
0: honestly you you were one of those people who was so proactive and nice and kind and it's like i love meeting people like you dear
1: oh bless you thank you that's very sweet now Likewise.
0: i know you, you sometimes you prefer to be called d do you prefer that or
1: yeah that's fine d is fine Okay,
0: yeah, okay we'll, we'll go with that. So Dee, welcome to the show. It's a real pleasure to have you here. I've been looking forward to this conversation for a very long time. You were the first planned voice coach I had on the show. <laughs> Last week was a little unplanned, but it's still great. We had a lot of fun talking about this. But for the audience benefit, tell us a bit more about what you do and maybe even how you came to be doing
1: it. So a bit more about what I do. So I love all things voice and i began performing and singing at a really young age and i was a trained singer from a really young age so i've been training my voice my whole life it feels like for <laughs> the bit that counts anyway and i started my own business many moons ago and i went to a business training event where i was surrounded by people and a lot of people were training to be speakers and a lot of people were coaches and lots of them were mentioning that they'd you know they had this amazing three-day training event and they couldn't get to the end of it without losing their voice and to me as a singer who's looked after my voice and trained my voice for many many years this was absolutely horrible to my ears and I I just uh, grabbed a couple of people and and sort of said you know have you tried this and have you tried that and and just kind of revolutionized their world into you know opening opening out yeah just the scales falling from their eyes that actually you can train on this stuff and you can you can improve all of these sorts of things you can develop vocal fitness you can develop intonation and modulation and how to engage people and all of those sorts of things it's not just everything is not just your natural charisma and it gave me the idea back then to work with speakers more to, to use my knowledge that I'd uh, you know trained and learned my whole life as a singer with speakers because th- this information seemed to be so alien and then you know life took over and I, I, I have worked a little bit with people on and off over the years and then about five years ago Chris and I built our own studio a lovely studio and uh, started producing audiobooks which is a medium that i've always loved and uh, yeah and we and we were working with a lot of a lot of business authors and it is my belief that if you have a message then the best voice to deliver that message is yours so rather than take the voiceover work which is what i had done which is what i would have done previously i then found myself turning my hand to coaching people to get studio ready to voice their own audiobooks and i just think it's so it's it's a much much more powerful product if mm. the author themselves can be the one who's narrating it so that's sort of my journey my journey with speakers and then you know the delights of lockdown meant that it gave me the time to actually develop some specific programs for speakers so it's much more tailored towards rather than sort of, you know, giving you singing exercises and tacking on things that you might do with someone who sings as well as speaks or whatever. It is 100% tailored towards, tailored towards speakers. So yeah, in a nutshell, that's sort of how we came to be where we are.
0: That's great. I think I might want to ask you a bit more about the audiobook stuff a bit later sure. on in our conversation, but it's not where I want to start. I want to start where... One of the things I know as a speaker, not as a singer, (laughs) so people who've heard me sing will know why that's the case, (laughs) but um, (laughs) as, as a speaker, most speakers, and I've been guilty of this myself very much, do not really look after their instrument, their voices, particularly well, and don't really do workouts, warm ups, or any real work on their voices to improve the quality or sound of the voice. Now, a lot of my speaking work is doing this, doing the mm. podcast, and, and I will admit I haven't done any other than speaking to people. I haven't done any warm ups or any pre- preparation for the show. Do you find that's very common? People, people just don't really do a lot to take care of their voice.
1: Absolutely. I, I'm just going to say before I, I'm just going to interject myself. I'm actually a very approachable, down to earth, candid coach, but I am and a very understanding about the pressures of life in general i am going to say though we are shocking on this front even people who do know don't do it and right. so it's yeah it's it's shockingly common i find myself in all in all areas of life actually that lots and lots of people are professional voice users and they're not aware of it everyone who teaches everyone who works in customer service, everyone who's a receptionist, everyone who works in hospitality and you're dealing with people, if you have to speak as part of your work, it's not just about, you know, being an entrepreneur and shouting your message from the rooftops or or the Facebook rooftops or wherever you're doing it. But um, if you speak for your work, then you are a professional voice user. And that label has sort of been saved for politicians and orators and actors and, and professional singers. Right. But yeah, there's an, I see an awful lot of that people who've people who are really struggling with their voices because they don't know how to look after it. And like, why would you, unless someone tells you it's very, very common.
0: Yeah. I think one of the things I find very common is, is people really struggling. Like you mentioned about helping people with their intonation and with some of their expressiveness when they speak. And sometimes you do hear people that they don't have that or they get very robotic when they start speaking uh, and very unrelaxed, yeah. very tense. And, and it comes across really, really quickly. You you can tell right away when somebody is not used to or comfortable with, with presenting. But I think you can sometimes also tell, when, when they haven't done any work on their voice as mm. well, like their voice seems maybe a bit too soft or, or mm. quiet. I know when I've worked in public speaking coaching and not the same as what you do, but I have had to work with people who, just very quiet and they're whispering everything and they're like, uh, sorry we can't hear you over yeah. here and, and so having to work at least on projection and things like that with people which which yeah. so many people don't even know about which is which is incredible you have you have your work cut out for you <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah absolutely what i really like to do what i really like to drill down to is finding the natural the 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 yeah the finding people's natural um approach with that so that they don't feel like they're putting on a performance and to be fair i do this with singers as well you know it's all about finding your natural voice where you are most authentic just because that's the area that i like to work in there's nothing wrong with being musical theater where it is your job to act it's your job to pretend to be something that you're not i like to work with people to find their most authentic um, self and with what I do find is that if you say to people that, you know, speak up a bit, love, that there's that then makes you self-conscious and then you feel like you're putting on a face and you're, and, and you're putting on a show. And it's a large part of my programs are about, you know, giving people the rehearsal space to be able to actually find, you know, where is get you comfortable with you know where where is your most comfortable how soft are your softs how loud are your louds and how much do you how much do you have to project and the joy of coupling this with training so that you're actually doing vocal conditioning is that your louds can be a lot louder without sounding like you're shouting and that's you know coming back to things you're talking about like projecting your voice and stuff if people are lots of people who have very who have, who have softly spoken if you ask them to speak up it's so alien to them to do it that then they then feel like they're shouting and then the whole tone of what you're delivering changes you know who wants to be shouted at <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: And being a, an active Toastmaster, and I know that some of the people who tune into the show are oh, going I love to be Toastmasters', Toastmasters organizations. Yeah, me too. And one of the things that I do notice, certainly from clubs that I've generally attended, is that it's very rare, very rare to come across somebody doing vocal exercises and warm-ups. But also, most of those situations don't involve people being set up with microphones and stuff. So this kind of thing of being able to project more, being able to be louder or be heard even when you're speaking softly, mm. as it were, then that's vital, especially in those kinds of presentation situations. And realistically, Definitely. most people who are going to be speaking and presenting these days in, in a professional capacity, not high, necessarily hired as a speaker, but in their professional life, presenting to the boardroom or presenting to investors or whatever it is, will benefit from having some of his ability to make the most out of their voice, right?
1: Definitely. Definitely. There's, there's, there's loads and loads that you can read about how presentation skills develop career development, enhances career development in all sorts of areas. So even as, you know, as an executive working for a company not necessarily being self-employed or you know law firms and stuff like that that loads and loads of people benefit from learning how to speak with authority learning how to learning how how to present confidently so that you give a good account of yourself and I think that's one of the things that people are worried about that they're going to give a presentation and they're going to come away from it feeling that they've not shown everyone that they're as knowledgeable and professional as they really are
0: no they get more panicked about what other people think of them than about doing the presentation
1: yeah absolutely absolutely i am um, i wrote an article on well i wrote an article and i put it on linkedin yesterday about about confidence and and the number of times that i've said to people that you know if you spent as much time with as much love as possible if you spent as much time preparing as you did telling me that you're worried that it's going to go wrong you wouldn't have anything to worry about and there are various different things that affect people's confidence i call it their confidence pyramids where you it could be lack of confidence in yourself or low self esteem come across that an awful lot lack of confidence in your subject matter so if you've been asked to give a presentation on something and it's not your wheelhouse to coin a phrase that can bring on (laughs) hot flushes of the third kind and, and presentation skills as well. So there's all of, all of those things and, you know, working with people to work out what is it actually that's setting you off? The, the actions that you need to take will vary depending Mm on, depending on what the, what the issues really are. But certainly nowadays where we're, you know, so much of this is online and, and all of that, you've you've then got the curveball of tech thrown in. That you know, right? Yeah, it's intimidating. The variations
0: of microphones and all these kinds of things. Yeah,
1: yeah absolutely. Yeah,
0: which makes a huge difference.
1: It really does. And um, we, we were we chatting about this last time we spoke, didn't we? And that, um, good sound. Really? And obviously, being having the studio as well, I do I do have experience in working with how how to get how to get good sound as well. And it's a combination of vocal technique and delivery, the right microphone and the treatment of your room as well. So as you can see, I'm in an acoustically treated room, which means that I can be a long way from my microphone, which is down here. I haven't got to be right on top of it, which mean which gives me space to work. And that's just what I like to do, you know, other people prefer to have a, a head mic or whatever. And depending on your content, you, there, there are loads and loads of different solutions. But just going out and spending 500 bucks on a microphone um, is not necessarily going to fix it. You don't, like, yeah. You know, if you don't yeah, have those quite, other pieces so. in place. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think my, my microphone was around the 100 euros, 100 pounds sort of mark. And uh, I think it does okay. Mm. Uh, it's a Blue Yeti microphone and it's, you can get reasonable, reasonable sound quality from it. Yeah. But, you know, uh, it's just one of those things that at some point I probably will upgrade mm. my microphones. But whilst this is doing a great job and whilst I'm working the show with a budget, then mm. it's going to be, uh, this is going to do very well for the, for the meantime. Yeah. You don't have to necessarily get, like you say the most expensive bits of kit.
1: Absolutely. And there are some great microphones out there that you can get for around about you know, round about that sort of price, all sorts of different things. I just did a load of free videos about microphones in my, <laughs> in my group for, just because people were asking me things about, you know, lapel mics and head mics and studio grade mics and, and that sort of thing. And the, the long and short of it is that you've got to find what works for you. There's no one size fits all, but it, it is a combination of those three things. It is, mm. if you've your space your kit and your vocal delivery so finding the sweet spot of of what that is uh, what that is for you and how that can best serve whatever it is that you're trying to do you know you, you guys yeah. who are listening you know what content are yeah. you trying to deliver and what's appropriate for you what sort of style yeah.
0: It's not necessarily that you have to transform a room of your home into a sound studio. It's that there there are ways of improving your audio quality and at least getting it good enough that it's not going to sound horrific when you, when you put out audio or,
1: or video content. Yeah, absolutely. Would you like me to speak on that a little bit? Just I would with some tips. So yeah, obviously I'm sat in an acoustically treated box because I am in a professional i'm i'm in a professional recording studio i'm not always in a professional recording studio and there are there are loads of things that you can do to improve your sound so things to be aware of stuff like hard surfaces and high ceilings i think we talked about that last time didn't we yeah and if you are getting a lot of reflections so if you're sat in front of if, if you've got a window behind you or something hard surfaces around you you're going to get more more reflections of sound which can make it more difficult which can make it more difficult for you to be heard well you can do all sorts of things voice studios all over the world have built vocal booths with mattresses and and soft things but you can you know you can hang blankets you can close the curtains if you're in front of the window so that you've got something soft behind you nice soft wall hanging when we have audio book recordings in we put bean bags all around their feet and things so that the sound the excess sound is being absorbed i promise i don't get paid to promote these but i spoke to you about this.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know, i, I bought mine. I, I have it. For those who are Johnny on video bought one here, you can you can see it <laughs> oh, just yeah, about you're on the video using there. It. Great. Yeah. I'm using it um, right now.
1: This is this is called an eyeball and this is something that goes over your mic. So rather than treating your room, you can pop this over the mic and it does a lot of those it serves a lot of those purposes of acoustic treatment. I believe this is around thirty bucks. So, depending on yeah. where you live, I think you may have had some importing issues, <laughs> didn't you?
0: Um, yes, thank you, Brexit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. the the import The import to Spain ended up costing me about the same as the actual kit. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's, that, that, that is a shame. But compared yeah, to. I did yeah. try,
0: I did try and find some other, uh, some ways around it, but there was no getting around it. However, I have been using it since the day it arrived and I have noticed a uh, significant improvement in my audio quality. There comic. you go.
1: Little tip there. That's, uh, that's so great. I'm really very, glad. Yeah. Very worthwhile. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. It's, it's, it's really, really easy to use. If you do live on the continent, you can try Toman th think they're uh, they're based in germany and they're really good for gear but this is i think you got that from studio spares didn't you say so. can give that a go or if
0: you happen to be visiting the uk get get it there <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> get it delivered to you while, while you're visiting uh, which was which was going to be another potential option, but I didn't want to wait that long. Do I have to I have to be honest about that?
1: Yeah, that's that's true. I'm glad you found it useful anyway, and even at double yeah. the price, it's still it's a really oh yeah, user friendly, easy, cost effective way of of improving improving your sound, regardless of. Uh, what room you're in so if if you are finding that you're getting lots of echo or whatever that it saves you if if you're not really sure what you're doing just randomly putting coats and blankets in places to see if that helps you know <laughs> just... or, or
0: trying to record in the wardrobe which i, I hope people do as well yeah
1: yeah yeah, there's a tradition that you would make baffles in, you know, in, in the studio. So you've got uh, it's it's like a mattress on wheels, and you just move it around so that it's it's in the it's in the right place. But. Uh-
0: yeah I, yeah, I think uh, people in the offices that I work in might get a bit suspicious if I win in a mattress <laughs> one of these days. But at best, they'll think I'm moving in. At worst, oh, goodness <laughs> me! <laughs> no, I'm not sleeping here. I'm not
1: sleeping here. I'm not.
0: Oh, Honestly, I still I go home at nights, uh, <laughs> which I think they already think I don't. <laughs> but uh, there's great. It's some great tips. Uh, I'd like to come on to talking to you about what you do with your clients. Like if someone comes to you uh, and I'm guessing you probably have some people who've never done any kind of vocal training before, where do you start with people?
1: So the first thing I do is sit down with them and talk to them about what it is that they're, you know, what, where, where are you? and Where do you want to be basically? And talk to them about what experience they've got and what, what format are they trying to, delivering at the moment. So people and have all kinds of people like healers who are delivering who who are delivering online now and that sort of thing. So first of all, let's just take a temperature of where are you and get a handle on what the what the various issues are. So for some people if they're leaving corporate and they're starting their own business, they'll have some presentation skills but stepping out into a new space where they're being themselves for the first time is 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 a bit of an issue so it works on vocal training is one element of it but yeah the first thing i do is sit down with them and work out what it is that they want to do and what they feel the issues are before i start telling them <laughs> well you need to do this okay. and you so need to if, do that
0: if i came to you then as your as your client where would you start with someone like me
1: so, first of all, I'd ask you, what are you looking to get out of it? So, what would you be looking to get out of it?
0: Oh, I, I want to. I want to sound more like Sir Patrick Stewart on my podcast.
1: <laughs> okay. And how different do you feel you are from Sir Patrick Stewart at the moment?
0: I think I'm on my way. So, I, I think there are times when I sound a little bit like him i get some of that resonance in my voice
1: so you're looking for you want to develop a richer deeper resonant sound in your voice yeah
0: looking I, I looking perhaps to have that you know I, I do a lot of public speaking so i mean i'm ca- kind of messing with it but i do a lot of public speaking and my my goal is to sound more like a leader to sound like i have a great confidence in my voice that I project well that I have a a resonance and power to what I say that puts me in that authority position
1: yeah lovely so there are a variety of things there are there are a variety of vocal exercises that we can do and presentation exercises so if we are talking about if we're talking about resonance and just the physical sound to start with there are exercises that I would do with you to get you to work on modulation so pitch and tone and variety is a spice of life you know it, it's sort of it's working out where where are you and and where are the edges for you at the moment with that you know where is the lowest pitch in your voice where you're comfortable speaking and before it starts to sound like we've gone a bit too far, yeah. So it's sort of working out how low can we go, and and then working and then there are all kinds of ways to exercise that with dynamic and you know loud and soft and that kind of thing. There's, sorry, go on.
0: I was I was going to ask if we could if we could do an exercise now that people watching or listening can join in with.
1: Yeah, sure. So. I'm just going to make a little note to myself as i would so i'm going to with the next exercise i was just about to tell you about let's do it together so imagine the stage in your mind of of where you're where you're presenting and this doesn't matter whether it's real or not you know picture somewhere that you can picture somewhere that you can remember that will come to you, will come to you easily. And on the, excuse my dyslexia, left-hand side of the stage is your sage, Mm -hmm. is your guru. And think yogi, think ancient wisdom, think deep inner peace, And that is on the left-hand side of the stage. On the right-hand side of the stage is your warrior. This is your power, projection, maybe a little bit of anger. This is where you throw rocks at things. This is where you shout down all of the things that all of the myths surrounding whatever the work it is that you do there are always people who've said a lot of stuff that's not true and the extreme of that is on is on the other side of the stage okay so if you're happy to do this with me for now mm-hmm. close your eyes if it helps and okay i will come over to the left hand side of the stage with me and we're going to find johnny's sage we're going to find your guru Mm -hmm. so forget words for a minute i want you to communicate with me with the tone of your voice so the way that you say something is every bit as important if not more so than the actual words you choose so we're just going to count from one to eleven And we're going to stay on the left-hand side of the stage. And we're going to do this as the sage. So if you want to start, let's just do one, two, three to start with. So, So over to you.
0: One, two, three.
1: Lovely. Now think, imagine we've just done some meditation... And we've done a little bit of yoga, if that's your thing. And wind up the calm and the peacefulness and do three, four, five. Three, four, five. Lovely. Now let's... Turn down the volume so we're just above a whisper and try five, six, seven. Five, six, seven. That's really nice. So let's stay there and let's try seven, eight, nine with that. At that same level.
0: Seven, eight, nine.
1: Now nine, ten, eleven.
0: Nine ten eleven. I didn't start snoring or anything like that. It
1: a... <laughs> no, that's sorry. You froze a little bit there. That's good. A sec, just as you open your eyes. But... Okay. <laughs> so it's just bringing you to that point where I think we all have a box of this is how I speak when I'm presenting, and I'm just looking at I'm um, bringing out the contrast and bringing out bringing out more finding where the extremes are. And I think even when I said to you, stay here and let's do, I think it was seven, eight, nine. You, you, it was even more peaceful when you, when you came back to that. And I think there is definitely room for that, that making the quiet is quiet. What it does is it draws people in. So I think it's, and sorry, this is a little bit of a segue from the exercise itself. I'm just vamping mm-hmm. now. But it's, it's beaten into us at school that when you speak in assembly, you have to speak up. And there is massive, massive power in being quiet, being peaceful, and drawing people to you with that tone of voice. We think if someone's going to tell you a secret, you lean in. And there's there's a huge amount, there's a huge amount of power there. So I think I'm really glad that we're recording this because obviously you can reflect on that. I think when we yeah. were around, yeah, seven, eight, nine, nine, ten, eleven, we we really found I think if we were to go further than that, it would be interesting to see what the effect would be to go further than that. But I think that's that's round about where your sage edge is so let's come over so so let's do the same so come over to the right hand side of the stage with me and we're going to look Okay, at... good.
0: i was hoping we were going to do this bit as well <laughs> <laughs> cool i'm ready
1: yeah let's so warrior this is this is yeah power stance nothing's going to get me down and if if there for those of you who have any kind of spunky anger in your brand then you can bring in a little bit of that over here at, at the warrior obviously i don't think it's ever constructive to point and swear and call names and things like that but, <laughs> let's not do that today <laughs> let's not today but okay so for warrior Let's do the same thing. So channel your inner warrior and think about the fights that you want to fight with your business and the the ground that you want to stand in and the area that you want to own. And let's, let's fight for it with one, two, three. So whenever you're ready. One, two, three. Excellent. Okay. So that's definitely... Some, there's definitely some punch there and there's definitely some ownership. Let's, let's dispense with the nice professional edge just for the sake of the exercise. So okay. three, four, five, and yeah, wind up the gutsiness. Three, four, five. Wow. What a difference. Beautiful. Okay, so let's keep going with that. Five, six, seven. Five, six, seven. Excellent. And again, seven, eight, nine.
0: Seven, eight, nine.
1: Great. And let's be really angry to finish. Nine, ten, eleven.
0: Nine, ten, eleven.
1: Great. Okay. So, how was that for you?
0: It was interesting. Very different energy. And uh, it's something I'm thinking, oh, I think in. Oh, I don't know if I ever really feel like I've accessed that in speaking before. So that's interesting to me.
1: Yeah, great. So what, but there was, what I'm, what I, sorry. No, go on. I've got one more bit I've, if if you want to. Okay. If
0: I I do, yeah. and then I'll come back to the sure. point I was going to make because it's more of a, an observation yeah.
1: Okay, great. Okay. So in 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 a full coaching session, we we would spend. little bit more time going over those two things now let's come to the last section which is walking across the stage from sage to warrior so we're looking for a transition from your softest wisest soft to your angriest (laughs) your angriest warrior So this is, this is why the visualization can help and you can translate this to any space. So if you are in, you know, ballroom at a hotel, at a conference or something, you can, you can map out your movement as well, if that's appropriate, but it also can help you with your prep that which bits do you want to deliver like a sage, which bits do you want to deliver like a warrior? And there's all of that ground in between. So let's come over to Sage. Let's just check in with Sage. So just channel that, that peaceful yogi. Um, Yes. And let's just, let's just find that edge first because we've come quite away from there. So do you want to just try one, two, three?
0: One, two, three.
1: Lovely. Okay. And when you did that before, you did it a lot slower. So let's try that. I I really like the tone. Let's try it again with that peaceful space in between the numbers. Try one, two, three again. One,
0: two, three.
1: Lovely. Okay. So let's call that our starting point. And then we're going to walk across the stage. So one is full sage, eleven is full warrior. In your own time and your own expression walk across the stage one to 11 so that we arrive at warrior at 11 and just go straight through the numbers. So whenever you're ready. Okay. One, two,
0: three, four, five, six, seven. Eight, nine, ten, eleven.
1: Excellent, excellent. So as you're as you're moving more towards warrior, you're speeding up. You were elevating in pitch as well. I'm not sure if you if that was conscious or whether you were aware of that. Um, we're no. ele- <laughs> elevating elevating in pitch and volume. So all of those things are coming together. And then you know it's 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 good to do that. That's that's an exercise that you can do, and just walk around while you're doing it. Um, oh,
0: I, I am definitely going to be doing this. I love <laughs> this. I love this exercise. <laughs> Yay. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. So the thing that came up to me was whilst, whilst we we're doing this is yep. them thinking, okay, well, why did you choose a sage and a warrior? I'm thinking, okay, well, these are archetypal figures, right? These are um, the archetypal energies that you're getting me to imagine ch- tuning into and channeling for myself. Do you generally go for using the archetypes that you feel are the best fit or for, for where people are looking to go with their show? Or, or are these the two that you generally use in that exercise?
1: I think they are images that most people can relate to in some way or another. And there's some ground that, I mean, I talk about yoga a lot because I do a lot of yoga, but it's it's that most people have a message that they feel passionate so they feel like a warrior about and that they have some wisdom to offer so it is something that it's accessing that part of yourself and that not everything has to be delivered at 11 literally you know that going with those two images is something that's i find easy to remember and just the picture in your mind of what that is channels yeah a lot of a lot of energy and expression without having to say you could use that
0: yeah you could use that with any archetype that you want to embody for whatever purposes for your presentation so it's a great exercise for acting and for voice yeah
1: yeah definitely if you wanted to swap one of those for a clown or something that something that has a totally (laughs) my usual voice (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but, um, yeah right. if there's yeah if there's some if there's something else that that is a different a different color that you're trying to bring in like i know one of the uh, that one of the toastmasters trainings is on integrating humor isn't it that um that one right. of one of the things that you can do is 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 train on and how pathways, to the, yeah. yeah how to pathway that's it yeah i've been as a guest a couple of times i'm not actually a toastmaster but if there is something like that that you particularly want to want to bring into your act or i've known i've known people who juggle as part of their act or you know if you've if you've got a certain element to the performance that that you're trying to bring out then yeah you could you could swap those images for anything yeah
0: I've done, I've done magic tricks as part of some of my presentations Brilliant. before. That's always fun. But not, not too many people know. I, through, the, through the history of the show, I've brought on a lot of humorous speakers and professional comedians as well. And I always love talking to them about many of the different aspects around comedy. But actually going down that track myself, like you talk about the pathway of humor, that's going to be my next pathway once I finally ah. complete the, the current one that I'm on. But doing a lot of courses and reading and learning around stand-up, and yes, you can learn learn how to do stand-up and and that's where I'm heading with a lot of my stuff at the moment because I love making people laugh oh, but it's a really great resource yeah to have when you're on the stage yeah and so these kind of exercises are oh yeah you need know, the, the embodiment is so much more important especially if you want to be funny when you're presenting that I'm thinking oh yeah I'm loving this I'm so happy I've had you on the show yeah,
1: yeah it's I think humor is 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 a lot more difficult than it looks it's yeah. stand-up comedy is an art in itself I love stand-up comedy but it's
0: yeah. a learnable art that's the good thing yeah. about it <laughs> so we'll, we'll see where they go we'll see if I manage to make, make people laugh I usually do a pretty good job um <laughs> but I want to t- turn that up and, and do yeah. it even more I think is that uh, I love seeing people laugh and uh, and I think people learn better when they're laughing yeah. and they, every, everyone has a great time. I think people synchronize with each other as well. It feels like a, when everybody's laughing, it feels like a community thing. Like we come together, we're yeah. doing something together. Yeah. Uh, so I love that. Very that powerful. was great. I really, really, really loved that exercise. Now <coughs> uh, I'm looking, looking at the time, listening to the time. So i thinking, okay, we well, don't. We don't have all day here, but uh, so I want to get on. <laughs> that, that was great. And I hope that people who are watching or listening will try try that out. It's very different to some of the exercises that we were doing last week with uh, Dan vikadevi So this week has uh, been more of a, a psychological almost exercise, the channeling that energy, putting yourself into a character, if you like, and, and switching between that or bringing in elements of those characters to have that variety and have those different levels. I really love that. And, and I'm going to play with that a lot. Good. I want to come back to what you were talking about, audiobooks, because I do know that a lot of my show's audience are writers and authors, Mm -hmm. or at least would like to be, and will probably be thinking about audiobooks, or at the very least thinking about online courses and programs Mm -hmm. as well. I've had people on to talk about those things before, and having your voice as good as possible is really important, but what do you do to help people then prepare? You mentioned that you you go through some processes with people uh, to do their own audio books. Give us a bit more of an idea about that.
1: Absolutely. So the authors that I've worked with have uh, a variety of different issues that need addressing when it comes to getting them studio ready. A lot of those things are, have, fed the content for my for my programs where some of that is psychological as you say some of that is physical training on on your voice some of that is is voice preparation so in a nutshell the the broad advice that i give to authors when they come into the studio is practice i know it's weird to sit there and read your book out loud to yourself but practice it because it is really intense and this is why you would normally hire well normally in days gone by you would hire a professional voice because they have the stamina they have they have the experience you know it is actually really intense to sit there and and read for however long however long you're going to do it we do 8 out eight, 8 you know some of our authors live far away they travel to us to do it it's a big investment and they sit yeah. there and they read for 9 hours that is a long old day Um, so, yeah, first of all, practice. Don't be afraid to breathe. Being in task mode, I think when you're in the studio means you just like just ramble on, not ramble on, but, you know, read on and on and on and on and on. If you know that if you've got a little bit of prep time, I mean, there are some exercises that you can do that will make a difference within a week. So if you know that you've got that, you've got a studio session coming up, do some training, do some vocal exercises, do some conditioning exercises so that your voice is actually stronger and more expressive to be able to be able to do that. Nutrition and hydration is massive. I can tell you that every single author who's ignored this advice, I can tell you where their voice gave out in their <laughs> audio book. They do about chapter seven because you ignored me and you didn't. Having four coffees in the morning is really not going to help. And when you're drinking it, you think it's not going to make any difference. And it will, believe me. Dehydration makes a massive difference to your voice. So here's one of my best pieces of information it takes up to four hours for the water that you drink to systemically hydrate your vocal cords when you drink water it doesn't go anywhere near your vocal cords if it did you would drown because that goes down to your lungs good to know yeah your vocal cords over or over your windpipe not over your stomach right so it takes up to four hours for the water that you drink to systemically hydrate your vocal cords believe me that when you are well hydrated everything sounds sexier everything is easier you will have more expression and stamina it also helps you concentrate a lot better if you're well hydrated. So as far as caffeine goes, I would say I mean believe me, I love a coffee and I am an absolute tea bag, but I know that it it really makes a massive difference to the quality of the sound. Sorry this is really gross. A lot of vocal coaching is talking about phlegm. There are loads and loads of different types of phlegm. And when you drink a coffee or when you're dehydrated, you get that thick claggy sort of phlegm where you <clears throat> just want <clears throat> to clear your throat all the time even mm-hmm. if you can manage to speak without clearing your throat it sounds like you need to so your listeners are then listening to this gravelly sort Clemy. of <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah voice that sounds yeah, yeah, like yeah. oh god will you just cough will you just cough so to retain some of the richness Some of the richness of the tone is hydrate, hydrate, hydrate. As you can tell, this is one of my this is one of my warrior subjects. This is one of the Mm. things that um, it's so simple and it makes such a massive difference. Drink whatever caffeine you need to in the morning, or not. Yeah. Drink whatever caffeine you need to in the morning, so you haven't got a headache, and then water, 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 water. If you need to stop, so that you can. Go to the bathroom. You absolutely can. That's fine. So yeah, I I, I could I could go on, but I don't know where.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, and no, I, I think that's great. I think drinking more water is probably I've good advice for most of us, regardless,
1: actually,
0: right? <laughs> D, uh, are we back? We have audio. Yes. No. Oh no. <laughs> Okay. Well, we, we may have to, we may have to wrap things up here then. And well, I don't really know what to do other than that. So if you do have questions for, for Dee, we'll set up another time for the Q and A. Unfortunately, we're not going to be able to do it now and we'll, we'll wrap up the show another time. And let's just end, we'll end the live stream that I will say, uh, although she can't hear me, thank you, Dee. And uh, thank you for everything you shared. I will give you all the information for how you can connect with Dee. Dee has on her website. a a free giveaway, which is for uh, three three minutes of vocal exercises that you can do to warm up your voice. We'll make sure that you have that in the episode description as well when the show comes out with the edited version or as a podcast episode, you will be able to get that link to get those free vocal warmups from Dee. And uh, we'll hopefully bring D back again in the future as well. And hopefully without these, without these technical issues. So I apologize for that. Nothing we can do about it, unfortunately, but we're going to end the live stream here. Thank you for tuning into the show. If you've joined us live, if you're, if you're not live with us, you can join us live for any of the shows and also for the show points of change. Join us live in the virtual studio, become part of the experience yourself and get the opportunity to ask questions to, from yourself to my guests, not as part of the live streams, but as part of the after show so if you want to be part of the after show the q a then make sure you're following me on social media make sure you're following this show that you're subscribed to the channel and speaking of influences the show you can find us on youtube as well and you can find us on all good podcasting networks let's end the live streaming here and apologies for the technical issues nothing we can do about it Thanks for tuning in. I hope you've enjoyed the show. Despite our technical issues, please remember to subscribe. And whilst you're here, why not pop over to presentinfluence.com and grab yourself a free copy of the last minute presentation checklist. It might just save your butt someday. Next time on the show, I'm speaking with Moeed Amit about the psychology of buying. It's a great show. He's an expert on influence and particularly in sales. If you are a business owner or involved in sales in any way, you won't want to miss it also coming up soon a more adult themed episode with the incredibly funny jordan power we're going to be talking about some very salacious topics and it's going to be for adult ears only also coming up not long after that we're going to be talking about getting your own book published with Leandre La- Larouche, and that's going to be a great show too there's so much exciting stuff coming up make sure you subscribe to see you again next time